Ladies and gentlemen, hailing from Long Island, New York, the best wrestling podcast in the world, Joseph Crush, Nikki Noodles, Bad News Canali, and Nick Jersey, the Wrestling Journal Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, episode 52 of the Wrestling Journal podcast brought to you by WrestleBuzz at WrestleBuzz on Instagram, at WrestleBuzz with three Z's on Twitter, at WrestleBuzz on TikTok. It is I, Joseph Crush. Just a special uh, happy birthday, NJ3. What's going on, hey, man? Hey, let me talk to you. Happy birthday to me, right? Happy awesome. freaking birthday. Happy freaking birthday. Let me talk to you. Bad news, Tom Canelli. What's up, buddy? Not much. Again, happy birthday, NJ3. Thank you, boys. Nikki Newt. Nikki Newt. Where, where, where is he? Oh, oh, he's not here. Oh, he's not guys, locked guys. in. Is he in the waiting room still? No, he's he, he's I'm not even in the waiting room. He's not even on the way. Ooh, on he's the, definitely not in the way. That's for on, sure. On the year anniversary, on on a on our birthday, on our on the on the podcast birthday, <laughs> we don't even we don't even get the full squad. Shows, you know, where the dedication. I'm just kidding, noodles. We love you. Hopefully, everything's okay. Uh, it's a big day, boys. 52 weeks. Mm-hmm. We started this over, uh, for our, out of our love for professional wrestling, but also during the pandemic, the, the, the height of the pandemic, you could say. Um, we kind of took advantage of being home, and uh, even though the pandemic brought us shitty times, we kind of made Chicken salad, uh, chicken shit. Some would say, <laughs> uh, but it's 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 been a fun ride. So I mean, I hope we go another fifty-two, nice and smooth. Um, and yeah, I mean, it just it's been a good time. We we know we knew going into this uh, that it wasn't going to be. We're we're doing this as a hobby. We weren't doing this for any uh, initially any for, for any for any financial uh, bringbacks. So, I mean, we know there's a, a shitload of podcasts that are out there. It's a very congested world in the. Uh, the the quote unquote wrestling community, um, but we're doing this because we love pro wrestling. So hopefully you got whoever listens uh, enjoys that, enjoys our banter, enjoys our uh, opinions on wrestling, and hopefully stick around for another uh, uh, strong fifty two weeks. So uh, we thank everyone for listening and everyone for uh, promoting us and sharing our page and Instagram, Twitter, uh, the, when the podcast is posted. Uh, and hopefully you guys stick around for the next 52. Hopefully we can bring you joy. Um, guys, any words on the, on the first 52 weeks? NJ3, birthday boy. I mean, it's it's unbelievable how, you know, we we've, we we share this love, right, of wrestling. We're in a group chat. We're, you know, we're best friends, which is great. So, you know, we're in each other's lives all the time. And it's just funny to see us like, hey, let's do a podcast. It's easy to say it in like a backyard barbecue. We're drinking beers, whatever. Yeah. Let's do a podcast. And we legitimately did a podcast and I can't be more grateful of doing it. It's fun. I mean, I love it every week. Sometimes I'm tired. Sometimes I don't have my coffee, <laughs> yeah, me too. but you know what? Being, being here with you guys every week is constant as I look forward to it. I love chit chat and the, you know, wrestling, shooting the shit, um, you know, getting at Nikki noodles. Of course, it's my, one of my favorite hobbies to do, but uh, I couldn't be happy that we're doing this. And I thank everyone that's been along this journey with us. It's 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 really nice. It's encouraging. It's we love the support, and uh, it's only been year one. And yeah. just wait till we see what we have next for you, because yeah. we do have something up our sleeve. Mm-hmm. Stay focused. Uh, mm-hmm. Bad news. Just thoughts on uh, on the first year. You we we actually for people that don't know, we did a quick run. Me uh, me NJ three and Nikki Noodles had a had a version one you can call it of the Wrestling Journal back uh, back a few years ago. Uh, we kind of we stopped that at, at at around the same time, I guess, around fifty weeks. I remember we went to episode fifty something, but um, we just we couldn't work a schedule out. We couldn't get anything settled, so we had to cut that off. But I, I'm glad we have Tommy on full time now. And I just want Tommy your thoughts on just being a part of the podcast. Yeah, no, I mean it's been a fun ride. You know, like you said, fifty two shows. I mean, just. You know, like Jersey, Jersey said, you know, every week, you know, it's, that has been a challenge or anything, but you know, it's tough. Some weeks you have it, some weeks you don't. Yeah. But no, I mean, hey, we've been here, we're fans. That's why we wanted to do it. Don't you know, just get our voice out there. And you know, 
people might say, you know, we're pro WWE, but you know, we just call it down how we see it. If WWE does something bad, we'll call them out on it. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. So, you know, so oh, we will. Yeah, exactly. I mean, as you've heard the last few months talking about mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw, how much, you know, it's how sucky it's been, you know, whatever, but you know, but no, it's been a fun ride. Enjoy, enjoy it every Saturday or Sunday, whenever, you know, whenever it happens and stuff. Yeah, man. So hopefully, you know, we keep going with it and we'll go from there. Yeah, so listen, like like Tom said, we we try to call it as fair as we can. Obviously, Nicky Newell has his opinions about AEW, and we all do. But uh, we try to keep it, you know, realistic, and uh, we give our realistic opinions on what we think. We've been watching wrestling for thirty plus, almost thirty years, each of us. So we kind of we have an idea of what we what we like and what we don't like. So uh, hopefully, you guys can enjoy our opinions, enjoy our band, and enjoy our uh, our comedic side when we, when it's out, and uh, stick around for a while uh one one guy that usually hits us with a question every week joe ford our biggest fan i'd like to call him uh he sent us in a very nice uh not a question this week but a very nice uh congratulations so i'll play that for you guys now congratulations guys 52 episodes that's a whole year i'm telling you i've uh i listen to a lot of podcasts but uh your guys is my favorite and i've been listening to you for every week and you have no idea how much it helps me out, especially during this really suck-ass year. With personal problems that everybody has, to even just getting you out of the dumps, listening to the four of you just ramble about wrestling just pulls me out each week. And I just wanted to thank you guys. Um, here's to 52 more. Congratulations. No question this week. Just Congratulations, 52 weeks. That's a uh, that's an awesome accomplishment. And happy birthday, Jersey. Joe Ford, is uh, he's a good brother. Mm-hmm. Very, very. He, he's just a fantastic human being, Yeah, to be quite honest. We're Love that have, guy. We're going to have to get him on the show one week uh, and uh, just kind of give him a rundown and uh, let, him, let him know how it is, what it's like to be on the show. Give him a little, a little payback. Not payback, but like a little. Uh, pay it forward. Pay it forward, yeah. So, uh, Joe, we love you. Um, and we'll see you soon, buddy. We'll see you soon. Uh, guys, if you're not subscribed, I mean, we went over it already. If you're not subscribed, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and uh, Apple Products, give us a five star or any type of rating or a, a review on there. It'd be greatly appreciated. Um, guys, a lot of things this week popped up late in the week actually uh we'll get into those very shortly but uh before we do that here's a word from our sponsor paper champion a raw and smackdown not cutting it anymore do you need something to rejuvenate and revitalize your love for professional wrestling well if so then join the paperchampion.com free to join free to play and signups begin now ending may 3rd so if you want to get in on season five then you know what to do. Head on over to thepaperchampion.com. You've even got a chance to go toe-to-toe and mano-a-mano with some of your favorite Wrestling Journal podcast personalities. So join thepaperchampion.com and see if you've got what it takes to become the next paper champion. Step up and play the game. Guys, you heard it there first. Uh, I made Tom a uh, jersey. I made Tom aware, but there's a new ad we're playing now for Paper Champions. Very, an updated ad. Uh, Ooh, a, a new one about season. Is it still five. fantasy wrestling done right or no? No, it's it's a new one. Whoa! Uh, to hear Ooh, I can't wait to hear it. Yeah, yeah sweet. Uh, and signups for season five officially end May second. So everyone, get your ass out there. Paper the paperchampion.com official website's open. Sign up now. I saw a few people did sign up. So that's yeah, cool. we, we yeah. got a few new faces. A few new faces. Uh, hopefully, this Nicky Noodles jabroni gets in there this year. Um, I think today's the day we make him do it. I think we're going to take his phone and we're going to sign him up, and and he's going to do it. And yes. every week, we'll make sure he. Oh, every pay per view Sunday, we'll make sure he puts his picks in. You know what? Maybe even J- we'll get JD today to get in there too. Yeah, why not? It's free, guys. Absolutely. It's free. You win real. Pri- you win real prizes. Gifts and more. I mean, nothing in life is free. No, this is this is, and it's fun. It'll get you back into wrestling if you're kind of out of it. So, uh, everyone, sign up thepaperchampion.com and uh, give us a shout out. Let us let let them know that uh, the Wrestling Journal podcast sent you. Um, Listen, 
there's this thing called uh, hashtag trash bag gate that happened this week. That's what they're calling it, I believe. I mean, if not, then I saw the hashtag and I, I kind of rode with that. Uh, Mickey James, if you didn't know, Mickey James was released last week or yeah, last week and a uh, part of the whole black their bloody Thursday, whatever you want to call it. And apparently the package came to her house from Connecticut, from WWE, and uh, she opened it up. Inside lay a hefty black trash bag with a post-it with the word Mickey on it. Inside was her things from WWE. She was very upset. Sarcastically tweeted out at Vince something of the long, along the lines of thank you for returning my stuff, but very sarcastic. And uh, it kind of ran with, with, with that sentiment there. Throughout the day, Triple H, Stephanie both acknowledged the tweet, which I thought was very uh, not. I don't want to say out of character because I'm sure they 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 actually have hearts, mm-hmm. but it was something you don't really see them acknowledge, like people that got fired and stuff like that after they tweet. But I think that was a little overboard, so they kind of tweeted and, and kind of confirmed that uh, it was horrible what happened, and the person that did do that was taken care of and is no longer with the company. We later find out that one Mark Carano the head of talent something that piece of doo-doo is uh is no longer with the company along with uh two other people that I'm, i wasn't familiar with their names we're just familiar with mark carano from total divas and seeing him in the backstage he's like one of vince's lackeys you would say but yeah he's gone and uh assuming to be behind the whole decision making of the trash bag thing and apparently on top of that after she tweeted that out, multiple other wrestlers from recent and past have confirmed that they also received trash bags with their stuff back. Uh, NJ3. How did, is this professional? You're a professional podcaster. Let me tell I, you. You are the most professional person on this podcast. I am the professional podcaster, but I'll tell you, this was not a professional move by any stretch. Mm-hmm. You know, WWE's, they're, they're not, they're the corporate, they're the corporate company, right? So everything there's no emotion in things. And like, this almost ha- like hits home to like, wow, we really are just a name on a sheet, a number in the back and we do what we're told and that's it. So in such a time where, you know, when you lose your job, when your future endeavored, um, it's a, it's a trying time, right? There's no severance package. You don't get medical leave. You don't get like medical benefits. You don't get like yeah. anything. You just, that's it. Adios. Stop showing up. Here's your papers. Thank you. You're an independent contractor. When you're sending people stuff via black garbage bag, I mean, you're pretty much insinuating you took out the trash. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what that details is you took out the trash. Not only you took out the trash, you put her name on the trash. You even named the garbage, Mickey. That's (laughs) disgusting. That's terrible. I mean, I consume all wrestling avenues in terms of like Total Divas, Total Bellas, uh, Ms. and Mrs., stuff like that, straight up Steve Austin. And I learned about Mark Carano on Total Divas. The guy was always came off to me as a douchebag. Yeah. He always came off like this overpowered, yep. like hot bag of garbage, to be quite honest. Pun intended. Pun intended. Pun intended. Um, and like I see how he interacts and he speaks to him. It's like he like he almost owns these girls. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he has other I know I've seen him on Miz and Mrs. where he's spoken with the Miz about um, I think doing like the main event that was on um Netflix a, a year or so ago, um, cute little Netflix movie. Um, but he was just come up like a douchebag. And I'm not surprised about this douchebaggery move, to be quite honest. Yeah. Really, really in very poor taste. So good for Stephanie and Triple H to come out and be like, wow, we're already looked at as bad. This does not help our image at all. <clears throat> Especially when you when you just had your earnings call this past week, too. Yeah. <clears throat> now, it's funny. I mean, I just got to address this, how like, Granted, obviously, the first person you run to, as Mickey w- should, is tweet at Vince. Not that Vince runs his own Twitter account, to be honest, but you get she's making a point, right? But it's funny how like fans like basically said, Vince. Basically, we're assuming Vince is the one that tied up the bag, put it in the box, and sent it out. Like you, I, I highly doubt that Vince says every anytime someone's released, let's throw all the shit in a trash bag and send it to them. Like he, I, I'd assume he's a little more professional. But honestly, I wouldn't put it past him. I, I mean, let's be honest, Vince has done some crazy shit, which we'll get into momentarily about uh, Roddy Piper. But uh, uh, it's, it's he's done some questionable things. 
who knows? Who knows what this like? Whose final decision that was? But he, I, like you said, it's such a big company. I feel feel like it's the, he, like Carano is in, in charge of like that certain thing where he doesn't need approval from anyone else. Like, all right, how are we going to send out their stuff? Um, and to be honest, like if it was if it was a uh, nothing to degrade them, but like if it was like a Kalisto or like a someone that a Bo Dallas that didn't really like matter. Maybe I wouldn't care as much, but it's Mickey James. She's a bona fide Hall of Famer. She's a legend in the women's division in women's history of wrestling. So you got a a little more respect. Uh, how 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 else do you send out the package? Like a just in a box, right? Like not yeah, even like a box. Yeah, just fold the clothes. Yeah, just fold the clothes. Yeah, fold or whatever. It in a box, like, yeah, nice whatever. and easy, and put and put and just put. To be honest, if I'm doing it, put it in a box. Put a little note with the WWE letterhead. Thank you for all you done. Your contributions yeah. were, you know. Are, just the you know, are, are are immeasurable to what you know what it's what's going on i'm you know sorry for this and we, we wish you best in your future endeavors to, you know w management yeah simple nice template they yeah. gotta have it on a computer somewhere right hand, a, hand, much? a handwritten post-it with her name on it yeah. little shame i know yeah it's unfortunate uh well that's no hero there we'll see if, if anything else comes out like who else got released is gonna is gonna call out the the trash bag or if anyone else did get it maybe she was the only one and uh whatever we'll find out um this past weekend we had uh two new shows appear on AD, the uh stone cold biography and uh i believe it was called uh wwe most wanted treasures tommy was that the name of it uh let me look at my dvr hold on yeah most wanted treasures okay uh Let's let's be honest. That Austin biography was amazing. Phenomenal. Yeah, it was great. Um, they went deep in his story and his life. It was a two-hour show. Uh, a lot of this stuff I I had known already, but then like just to see it brought out even to like a higher level on a different channel. It was just like it, it felt different. Like WWE does the best with their documentaries. It just felt a little different for some reason, but and in a good way. Um. I'm excited for what's coming f- uh, forward with this uh, with this show. Next week is Piper, and as I mentioned before, Vince doing questionable things. Uh, mm-hmm. They they put a sneak peek preview out of next week's episode of Piper, and Vince is basically acting as like he's having a conversation with Roddy Piper in hell, and saying he's going to treat him right in the interview. I thought that was very yeah. odd. <laughs> it caught me off guard. I mean, I thought. It, I mean, let's be honest. Vince and Piper had a. Uh, a relationship that we'll never know what it was like. So I'm assuming he did this out of <clears throat> something that Piper would have respected. So, and that's what a lot of people are saying. Some people are offended by it, but it is 2021. So we don't have to go there, but it, it, that's the way that things are now. Um, Tommy, the, the most wanted treasure show. Did you, uh, did you happen to catch the whole thing or did you, uh, did you watch it yet? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I thought it was pretty cool. I think it's yeah. uh it's a different type of show that we're not used to seeing WWE put out. Um, they went from they. It was a Mick Foley episode where they were trying to find like his an original Mankind mask, mm-hmm. uh, Sako. Right? Was it a mask? Right, the mask, no. the Sako, his Mankind shirt, and the Cactus Jack flannel. Yeah, um, they end up going to different people's houses and they offer them things to to receive the items to put in the hall, the, some sort of warehouse or hall of fame, whatever they want to do. Uh, are you excited for this show going forward? Are you, are you intrigued? Is this something that you're going to watch every week? Oh yeah, man! I love yeah. I love stuff like this. I've seen the history behind, you know, like you know stuff like this. And um, I mean, when they went to that one fantastic, I think the guy lived where was in Detroit, and the guy had like the guy was I forgot his name, but it was like something like big. Uh, what the hell was it? Oh, it was a guy who had initials as his name. GWC. Yeah, something like yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had he had all the stuff, and it was just like oh my god. And then when they asked him like how much do you want for I think it was it, it was the, a think, Sacco and he goes you know i can't take money for this just come over and like watch a pay-per-view with my kids and all that i mean i thought that was freaking cool you know yeah. she was the guy's really a fan and everything so that was very cool and just the rest of the episode was very cool and everything and then when the one guy got a tour like the warehouse I'm like oh man to be that guy yeah that was dude, no one not many people got to go in there it was pretty cool yeah. uh-huh. and like triple h was a little hesitant at first but he's like yeah you know all right, it's fine. You know, even though you know, fully promised them already, and you know, truly- I think that was that was more part of the show in my yeah. eyes. I think yeah. they had that set up. But I, I get like it, it. It made for good TV. Um, Triple H just was on uh, Corey Graves' podcast the other day. Oh no, no uh, Rosenberg's podcast. He interviewed him for like a half an hour, and uh, they had brought up like a, a 
a physical hall of fame like he doesn't have like an exact date but he's like it's in the works it's in the plans like they announced it that it might happen um but they want to make sure it's like perfect and I don't know if you guys remember when we talked about it uh, weeks back, like months back when, when it first came out, uh, how how would they handle like the the scheduling of it? Would it just be a walk-in Hall of Fame? But Triple H said, the way he said it was actually pretty cool. You can listen to it on uh, Cheap Heat. It was uh, Rosenberg's podcast. He had him in the interview. But basically, he wants it to be more interactive, not just like a one-off thing. Like, you want to keep going back, like Disney World. I was like, oh, shit. It's, like, uh, you're not gonna, it's not going to just be like you want to go one time and then never go back again because you've seen everything. There's going to be, like, interactions and, like, virtual things to do. And, like, I, he never he didn't say rides. Obviously, there's like, I doubt there'd be rides. But, like, um, meet and greets and signings and stuff like that. So I think that'd be pretty cool for the future. Uh but that's just kind of in line with the whole co- the the collectibles thing of finding like old uh, things from wrestlers. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, amazing. I'm, I mean, I would love to just go there and yeah. have a couple meet and greet some NXT people down there. You know, you, I mean, because you, you got to figure it's gonna be in Florida, right? Like that's sure I that would so, seem yeah. to make the most sense. Yeah, if it's down in Florida, it you make it like interactive, right? Serve food. Mm-hmm. Yeah, do remember, you know if you guys remember back when you know WWE New York was like the best it, in my opinion. It. Like, dude, when I went, I was like, this is absolutely insane. Bring that back in just a smaller scale. Like, I, I know real estate in New York at that time was probably way too much money. Yeah. Um, But do that, right, with Triple H Division, WWE New York, shrunk it down a little bit um, in the Hall of Fame, right? Have wrestling pay-per-views running. Right. If you're in, if you're like in the dining room, have wrestling pay-per-views running all the time. Absolutely. Randomly have a, have like an NXT superstar just walk around. He even said just, possibly have like matches go on as you're there too. Dude. Oh my God. Oh, that would cool. be fantastic. Yeah. That'd be very cool. So it'd be like a 24. I don't know if it'd be running 24 seven, but like a daily access basically. That's, that's how access is kind of like WrestleMania. Access. Yeah. They have, yeah, they have visuals going on. They have the all like the all the props, meet and greets, wrestling matches. They had everything. So if they can bring that down to like a cool, like a smaller scale, and then like perfected, that's what he said. He wants it to be perfect before they do anything. So they're still going through the motions, like discussing what they want done there. But I think once it once it is up and running, it's going to be like revolutionary for wrestling fans, and it's going to be a, a spot that we can like make a yearly trip down to, or like something like make you know what I mean? Not a yearly trip, but like. Uh, a repeated trip, which would be fun. I'm excited. Um, Ronda Rousey's pregnant. That was official this week. Uh, so any any hopes of her coming back in the near future are out. Uh, I don't know who it was. It may have been Meltzer. I don't know how the fuck he knows this, but apparently he confirmed that she was four months pregnant. Not that that matters, but I guess it does kind of matter in a way. Um, so yeah, hopefully uh, congrats to her and Travis. Travis? Brown, Travis, yeah. yeah, Travis Brown's name is her husband, and uh, that's what that's why she left in the beginning to start a family. It took her a little bit. Not, not that's wrong with that. Whatever, she may have issues, but uh, th- that's why she left in the beginning. So hopefully, uh, she has the child. Everything's healthy, and she comes back next year in time for Mania Thirty Eight. I don't know. We'll see what happens. But uh, congrats to Rhonda and Travis. Um, let's see, Peacock. If anyone needed an update, they added the old Monday Night Raws and some old pay-per-views yeah. as well. So it's uh, it's getting better as we hoped and uh, thought of. Uh, it's getting better and better as weeks goes on. I didn't see any kind of announcement though of it, so I'm not sure if they want to like. I feel like they should like send like a an email out saying like update like everyone that stuff got added. I didn't get anything, so I'm not sure. Um, I just found out through Twitter, so that's that. Oh, I did get a notification from the Peacock app on my phone. Okay, oh. all right. Okay. Yeah. Maybe I yeah, don't. so I don't know if you sign up for notifications. Um, you may oh, have, because okay. sometimes, like, you know, when the phone like blows up, I know, like, all right, bye, bye, bye. Yeah, okay, yeah, cool. That's what I did, yeah. TWJ Wrestling Chat. Let me get in there, talk to the boys. All right. <laughs> what what did it right say? Over. Like, it just add new content. I think added. it's like, yeah, I think it's like new content added or something like that. I I, I looked at it so quick because it was one of the days where, like, I think like the Rangers were playing, the Knicks were playing, yeah. the Yankees. We we're talking in the chat. It was like one of the wrestling nights because wrestling's on every day of the week. So I was just like, wow. flying through um, notifications. So speaking of uh, wrestling being on every night of the week, uh, Monday Night Raw. Let's see. Charlotte is now suspended indefinitely. She attacked refs. It was actually, I thought that was pretty cool, the way they handled that angle. If anything, I, I'm, uh, apparently she's uh, taking some time off already. Um, she got fined, quote unquote, $100,000. A lot of money. 
So uh, she has a big contract. She should be fine. Um, where does that leave us here with with the Raw Women's Title jersey? So we have you bring back. She wasn't in WrestleMania, and then now she's gone. She could have been someone that goes against Rhea for the title as the first like shot. But now it just brings us back to Rhea and Asuka. Um, we'll get into Alexa in a little bit. Does Alexa make a play here? Does someone else make a play here? But just besides Rhea and Asuka, how do they handle this? You think? You know, when you look at how the feud developed going to WrestleMania, it was very quick, very fast. There didn't seem to be like a lot of like substance to it, right? Yeah. You know, Asuka was the champion. She needed a challenger. Um, in all reality, it was probably either going to be a one-on-one match, Charlotte Asuka. Or a triple threat match, Charlotte, Oscar, Rhea, right? Mm-hmm. Charlotte couldn't wrestle. Fine. You insert Rhea. Works out perfect. The biggest thing was, I think the biggest tagline from that feud that built that um, building up to that feud was no one's ready for Oscar. Rhea's ready, right? And that was it. There, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Rhea, Rhea's big, strong, tough. And she, you know, you know, I don't want to say bullied her, but she, you know, definitely showed her power. Sure. But I didn't feel like there was like a true rivalry or for a feud. Like I wasn't like I was engaged and attached because of the two names and what they can do, not because of the storyline. Yeah. I think that this gives them an opportunity to play with that a little bit and kind of have that storyline be a little bit right. You have Charlotte Flair always looming because she is the opportunity, by the way, great catchphrase. That's, I like that. That's good shit. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the opportunity. She's always going to be looming. Right. So that's good. She's suspended. So she's not in this picture because they're probably trying to hold that off a little bit because the big match is probably Rhea Charlotte. And if you want to get Rhea over, you want to have Rhea go over Charlotte, but you always got to be careful squashing a heel. Not squashing a heel, but beating a heel when they're kind of on the build up again. Um, I, I just, I, I hope that I get a little bit more storyline for yeah. Rhea and Asuka. Give me a little bit more behind the, I know it's hard with Asuka. She doesn't cut the best promos in English. Mm. She sounds very passionate and strong when she's speaking her language, like really good. But guys like us, unless we have the subtitles on, Tommy, I know you're very fluent in a lot of things. I don't yeah, know if you're no. fluent in Japanese. I'm yeah, not no, too no, sure. No. Okay. I, I, I wasn't one. sure. Tommy surprised me with, with your, we you know with stuff yeah. that you got going on. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean, Joey? That's kind of like my two cents on it. Yeah. Now, <clears throat> Tommy, they had Alexa cut a, a promo. Um, I thought it was good. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm liking what they're doing. I still have questions. I mean, are we going to bring up Bray, Bray and her every week? Probably not. I'd like to, until we get answers, I, I'm not going to really address anymore. But he, I, unless I missed it, he wasn't on Raw. Did I miss well, it? Eh, eh. Yeah, so he wasn't there. Um, it seems like she's doing her own thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, the 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 whole, um, I knocked that bitch off the Fucking it's the way her promo is very like attitude era esque. Like, and yeah, uh, yeah. she knocked the bitch off the swing and she yeah. wanted our ice cream, blah blah blah. Um, but I, she did acknowledge it. Like, Lily didn't like she is like a, she was basically calling out all the, all the role women superstars. She's like, Lily didn't like him and he doesn't, she, he doesn't like you guys either. Mm-hmm. So, I'd like to see her. I think there's a story there with her and Rhea. I know we, we're still at Rhea Asuka, but I think there's a story there with Rhea and uh alexa Rhea did eliminate her in the royal rumble so i think she could always like never forget that type thing and then that could be her way into going to Rhea if there if you needed any type of story not just for no reason um where that payoff would be at maybe SummerSlam or summer i love that and that's yeah. that's fantastic yeah. right there right because you can have Rhea oscar Rhea charlotte Rhea alexa like yeah those are marquee matches. Those yes. are marquee feuds. And that could take, like you just said, Joey, take you right into and through SummerSlam. Yeah. That's what we've been looking for, right? We need like a spark in the women's division. It's so funny how one woman can change the landscape. Yeah. You insert Rhea Ripley, you give her a little bit of a direction, like you just kind of like laid out roughly. And then you just kind of just watch the trajectory just go. And it's just, it's what we want. Yeah. And I'm interested to see how they, how they book Alexa here. I, I'd like to see a dominant run and like her kind of just take over and, and run with this gimmick that she's doing with Lily and see where that goes. Um, as a Bray fan, I'm always going to keep him, keep him in the back of my head and see what they do with him. So I'm still intrigued. Uh, uh, still have questions as always, but uh, still intrigued. <clears throat> um, Tommy, I'll stick with you here just because we, we were uh, very happy to see um, T-Bar and Mace. Mm-hmm. As we as we asked politely last week on the podcast to please take off the masks. 
and they did in a, in, a way, in a way in a way that i thought was was handled pretty good <clears throat> it was uh a double appearance from drew uh we got drew and braun ended up drew and braun versus t-bar and mason a tag team match and they beat the shit out of them with their mess so i thought that was pretty cool uh they end up walking up the ramp towards mvp again mvp there's still no uh confirmation of an affiliation of the of the the, t- the team and, and him um so we'll see what happens. Bobby Lashley also came out. I believe it was on uh, the bump, maybe, or somewhere, and said that they're not taking it's they're not expanding anytime soon. So I think that was just the work, but we'll see. Uh, Tommy, just thoughts on uh, T Bar and Mace taking off the mask? Do we get a name change? Do they, are they joining the bar? Or do we know? Uh, not the bar, uh, <laughs> business. I mean, it was pretty cool, like you said, the way they went, they went about and did. They just didn't like take him off, like they, you know, Drew basically beat the shit out of Mace with his and everything, and then Braun took off uh, T bars. So that was very cool to see. And yeah, you know, we've been begging, please, Retribution's done with. Just you know, let's do something else with them. I don't know, if, like you said, they changed their names or not. Who knows? But I mean, it was very cool to see. I mean, I mean, and like. And I th- who was the announcer? Like, oh, the masks are off. Like, you know, like, yeah, going to happen type of thing. Like, it was really like it was like it was like shocking for them, which you know it was pretty cool to see and everything. But no, it was very nice. It was very good to see, and you know, see where it leads to them with with them. I mean, they, they, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they still are going to be going after McIntyre, maybe Braun now, and with MVP in the back, and you know, we'll see what happens with that. But finally, after so long, it happened. So I'm happy to see that. Yeah, and then like I think there was announced. Uh, I'm not sure if it was a dirt sheet thing or or WWE thing that Slapjack and uh, Mia Yim or Reckoning, uh, Reckoning, we should, yeah. should say for now, uh, moved over to SmackDown. So hopefully, the same happens for them where they take off the mask. Maybe Slapjack goes back to his original name. Maybe Reckoning goes back to her original name. Yeah, I would hope. And we kind of just forget about it, like wash our hands and call yeah. it a day. So yeah. uh, I think it's I think it's safe to say like one time if you do that. There's really no reasoning behind it, but it's kind of like hopeful from all the fans that we just kind of forget about retribution. Um, Absolutely. And, and to be honest, I mean, I, I hope if, even if they don't join the Hurt business, I think they need to be like the muscle, right? Mm-hmm. Just have some affiliation right now. Yeah. MVP touches it. It's turning to gold. Mm-hmm. And it's sad to see what Cedric and um, Shelton, yeah. you know, have oh. the downfall of them. It's not their fault. That was just bad writing. But OK, fine. You got you made them relevant. You you want to make Bobby this ultimate star, kick them out, show his unlimited power. Fine. All right. Let's just hope that Cedric and Shelton's wrestling kind of continue to keep them relevant. But these two young guys, dude, Dijakovic, Madden, like have MVP refer to them as their last names. Don't even got to say like that. This is Dominic died. Like we know who it is. Yeah, we know who they both are. Just refer to them as their last names. Don't got to be a part of the hurt business, but let them be the muscle to continue to hammer every home, like hammer home every week with Drew and Braun and any challenger trying to come Bobby's way. It would, it would play off well. I think you could even just make them a part of it. It wouldn't even be that big of a deal to me. I guess maybe earn their stripes, make them, I guess. And maybe that's what they're doing right now. They're trying to prove to MVP that they're worthy. It's kind of like a, uh, an initiation. Could you imagine how much they blow up if they, if they had some affiliation with the hurt business, the two of them, it'd be great. I'd still question why they gave, why the booking was to get rid of Shelton and Cedric yeah, and just bring it to more guys. No sense. But, yeah. yeah, well, that's Monday Night Raw. Nothing makes sense. And now and now Cedric, the truth. Cedric and Shelton are getting squashed by uh, the Viking Raiders. Or as uh, what his name? What, what does he keep? He keeps calling the um, what's the new guy? Oh, he calls Adam them. Yeah, Man Verk. He's like he keeps calling it the Viking Experience or something like that. Oh, man. And I was like, or he, I don't know, he, 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 he kept referring to something wrong. He did it twice in this show and he did it wrong the week before. I, I caught, not to be a dick, I just, I caught it. No, and I like to give everyone a shot, but the announcing is big for me. So I, I'd like to see him patch that up rather soon. Yeah. If you could, please. Thank you. Um, see, so yeah, Raw wasn't, wasn't horrible. Uh, it's still tough with the three hours. I guess we could say it every week, but uh, it just kind of, Take a deep breath and turn it on at eight o'clock. <laughs> yeah, hope for the best. <laughs> hope for the best. Uh, place we don't usually have to do that is uh, NXT. Usually, get it's kind of like you get excited when you put it on. You're not really like buckling up for a ride. You're kind of just like sitting back, enjoying, and relaxing. So, uh, new look NXT. 
Uh, maybe I missed this. I have they had the new logo. I feel oh, like, the new logo, yes, but yeah, not the, the intro. Okay. The intro yeah, yeah. I must have missed the logo because I wasn't really paying attention. But uh, new logo for a few weeks and now a new uh, intro which is fantastic um poppy is like weird right she it's a she's a weird singer and like they brought her on and like she always does like live appearances she's intro to eo before um but i think it's like very fitting for like this time uh it's like uh, triple h is always good i've said this a thousand times he's always good with staying like relevant with music and and how it is today and he but he's in that rock realm so like the rock and roll realm and uh whatever type of music you want to consider her you can but i just think he's very relevant with the times he's not playing uh they're not going to have a, a, what song did they have for wrestlemania it was um uh, the the weekend the weekend like bro that's not wrestling that's like a, a r&b song like why am i listening to that for wrestlemania it should be like a a song that gets me jacked up triple h does us no wrong get that song is is legit um I want to download Poppy now. I'm on Apple. I'm Apple Music. So thanks, Triple gotcha. H. Gotcha. That's what he wanted. He hooked yeah. Me. yeah. Um, Jersey. One one of the biggest stories in in pro wrestling right now. It's not. It's not even a wrestling story. It's a love story. Index. Indy Hartwell. Dude, I ship Index them so hard. Um, I ship them so hard. <laughs> we getting to that point, Dexter. Your boy Tommy Dexter yeah. Loomis lost, lost to Jersey's boy L.A. Knight with a little distraction from uh, uh, the combination of the way and uh, the love story here. Um, Jersey, big win for L.A. Knight. Uh, huge a, win. Huge Dexter win. Loomis. Huge win. Very huge win. Not many people beat Dexter Loomis, so that's, no. that's a big win. Whether there was uh, shenanigans or not, but then uh, as the night rolled on, um, Dexter and, and Indy kind of making a making it official that it's it's legit now uh we're it's almost we're almost there uh the payoff's gonna be great one of the, I, i'm almost looking for this as a pay as a non-wrestling payoff like more than some matches and some feuds so uh where's your head out with this i know you shipped them you just said it uh oh absolutely i'm i'm all on the index train i mean if there's a t-shirt i'm gonna buy it if there's a hashtag i'm gonna use it um i i love it i think it's hysterical they had me cracking up with her antics last week when she like got when she got the man and she made the look and she was playing i loved it it's it's funny because it's not something you expected yeah but it's just it's so it's so enjoyable to watch right you're continuing the feud with dexter loomis in the way but then you have someone in the middle like indy who's playing this role of like the damsel in distress the the big eyed you know girl that's looking for her guy and it just it just cracks me up i just love it i'm i'm all for it i think it's hysterical to be quite honest and very unexpected but pleasantly surprised they're they're the way they booking the way right now is just phenomenal so you got you have this little angle with indian dexter then you got um johnny with bronson reed and austin theory kind of setting them up for a match that he didn't want set up for. And then you have Candace Indy going after the tag titles. Like it's very, they're very involved as they should be. All four talents are, are shining right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved what they did with when the backstage interview with Austin, uh, Austin theory. And he's like, I talked to Mr. Regal. He's like, and I told him that <laughs> if you give me a magic bronze or he has to beat me first. And then, I don't know, just like a whole thing to get a title shot for the North American championship. It's just like very well set up. And then, uh, like we say all the time, like I mean, NXT does us really does us really no wrong every week. So uh, I'm excited to see what they have going forward for them. And they're all like, I think we say at nauseum, like we're, they're all very uh, big right now. Austin Theory and Indy have grown so much since they since they've come up, uh, very unexpectedly to my surprise. So I'm excited about that. Um, Tommy, uh, we had a debut from Saray, mm-hmm. uh, the new the newly uh, acquired. Japanese phenom wrestler, right? So uh she went up against Zoe Stark. I thought it was a very good match. Awesome match, a yeah. Very good match. Yeah. Uh Zoe Stark hasn't disappointed me yet since she's arrived. And then Saray for her debut match, who I just found out was 24 years old, which is mind blowing to me. Um, I think there's a we're in for a treat with her. And I, we've seen multiple wrestlers come in and, and gimmicks change. So I'm willing to I'm not going to judge her right off the bat. Uh, very basic, generic uh, gimmick. 
but I have a feeling they can change her and and, and upgrade her like they've done with Asuka, Io, uh, Zio Lee. So uh, I'm okay with that. I'm not I'm not worried for that. But it looks like her in ring is there. So uh, just thoughts on that match and what you see going forward for Saray. A very cool match, and you know it was very cool to see Zoe Stark. You know, be her first opponent. Uh, she's been killing it since she's been there what for like a month and a half, or whatever. Yeah. It's been. A couple months. Yeah. So it's very cool to see that, and you know. Obviously, you know, Surrey was going to win, but at the end, he's uh, Miss Tony Stark reappeared and attacked Tony Storm. Uh, Tony Storm, yeah. Sorry, Rex. Uh, always good to have Tony. Always good to have Iron Man on the mind. Yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so uh, so she, you know, appeared and attacked her. So, uh, attacked um, Zoe. So, and it was very cool to see that. So, see where that goes. But no, Surrey, very cool to see, and we'll see what the future holds for. Her. I mean, she go does she. Not right now, but does she go against Raquel or does she start with uh, Dakota and work her way up type of thing? So yeah, we'll see what happens. happens. But the, the women's division down there just gets better and better, like always. As I was going to say, the women's division right now is kind of taking over the show. Uh, like you just said, Tony Storm is attacked Zoe after the match. Um, it looks like EO and Frankie Monet may have a little thing going there. Mm-hmm. Raquel and Mercedes. And then we have the, the women's tag team championships. They're all top notch athletes, and they're like taking over NXT right now. And who would have thought with Gargano, Cole, O'Reilly, Karrion Cross, Dexter Loomis, Bronson Reed, LA Knight, I'm Cameron Grimes? Like you have all that talent down there. It's like insane what they have to offer. And every they week, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's insane, man. I'm very excited for the future of NXT. Just when I thought like there's always a time period for me where they bring do call-ups this is within the over the past year it's like who's going to be the next like big thing down there? and they're really focusing on the women i, I really like that a lot uh, it's been a while in pro wrestling where i've looked forward like i mean nxt's always been there but like i've never i look forward to the w- women's matches sometimes more than i do the men's like the stories are there everything just works out so i'm very excited for that uh for the future of the nxt women's division because they they're adding on names and they're they're building stars right before us so it's pretty cool it, it's a smart approach, Joey, right? Like, if you yeah. think about it, you just named off some of these fantastic guy uh, talents that we've had down in NXT. I mean, we've been watching NXT since the beginning. We love mm-hmm. it, right? What better way to make, like you just said, to make the show more complete than to focus on the women as well, right? Like, you can have a good show with to the guys. Don't get me wrong. But you want to have a complete show, a well-rounded show, an opportunity for shining on both aspects. You need to make sure that you elevate your women, and they do. And that's why NXT, I feel, is... The show that I enjoy the most weekly is because it's a well-rounded show and it yeah. gives you everything. You know what I mean? That's just, I think it's, it's a smart approach and not, they don't do it on the main roster. Listen, AEW, will jump into NXT, I'm sure, had a yeah. great match this week. Great match. Former NXT superstar had a fantastic match. We'll get into that. But you know what I mean? Like where I think AEW can take that next step is they need to take a, you know, a page out of that book to continue to elevate beyond just Sheeta. Yeah, not here. Um, and it just shows like we you, we can have a whole show on the NXT show every week. We could talk about every match, every angle that they have going on. Just way too much to hit on on a show where we talk about every show, like the cruiserweight title going back. It looks like maybe Escobar is going to go back for it, which is cool. I'm cool with that. I'm not. There's no rush for it to change. He deserves a right to get a, a, a rematch. But then you have. The his his cronies in uh, uh, Legado del, de Fanta- del Fantasma going for it looks like maybe they're gonna go against MSK next. Who knows? Like it's the the tag team. Every belt that means something. Then cross cross paths with Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, O'Reilly cool. has a great match with Grimes. Like it's just nonstop, dude. And it's it all makes sense too. There's really I, to me. I know people have their questions sometimes, but I never have questions with NXT. I always get answers. I'm always like looking for looking forward to next week. So, I mean. Call shows if you will, right? Um, but we love it. I ship for NXT. Is that how you say it? I ship NXT? What's the you ship it? I ship absolutely, it. yeah, yeah. I'm, not, I'm still not, yeah, it slaps. That's what the kids say. It slaps, yeah. No, no cap, no cap, no cap, no cap. <laughs> that was horrible. Uh, we'll do that again. Happy 33rd birthday, by the way. Uh, hey, hey. um, AEW, though, like you said, uh, we'll get right into it. Uh, Tay Conti versus Sheeta. I mean, <sighs> women's championship, uh, hell of a match. Um, and I mean, 
could you argue that Tay they dropped the ball with Tay in NXT? Absolutely. Yeah, oh, yeah. I think yeah. so. Um, I think she had a lot of potential, uh, and we didn't see her much. And when we did, it wasn't really effective. Uh, maybe there's just a disconnect with what kind of character they wanted to give her. But, um, I, dude, she's if any to me, she's the most improved uh, since her debut in NXT from from then to now in AEW. So I'm, I'm happy for her. Uh, it was a great match, a phenomenal match, and uh, she she lost unfortunately. She didn't win the title, but then Britt Baker comes out, DMD, announces that she's the number one ranked women's wrestler. Uh, and she deserves a title shot. Bad news. I would ask Nikki Noodles if he was here because he's a DMD guy. Uh, just thoughts on them uh, pushing forward uh, with Britt here. Fine. Yeah, I mean, I think this has always been the end game for them. You know, have Sheeter and Britt Baker ever since, you know, Britt did her thing with uh, Thunder Rosa for a little bit there. You know, had that insane, uh, what was it, unsanctioned match, 3-5, wherever it yeah. was. So I think, you know, now this is this is her finally getting the payoff, you know, for her to challenge Sheeta and should be, I mean, I don't know what kind of match they'll do just wherever it will be, but no, that should be, should be a lot of fun. And I really hope, I mean, she just held the bell for what I think over a year, I think, right. It's been a while. It's, had it. it's been a long time. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's time to change it up and give it to the doctor. I think it'd be very awesome to see. So hopefully that match happens sooner rather than later and be a lot of fun to see. Yeah. I th- I'm excited. I think, uh, and it, it's it's showing depth to the women's division. Um, a lot of people are questioning. Uh, well, Britt lost the match against Thunder Rosa. Why isn't Thunder Rosa getting a title shot? Well, guess what, people? It was uns- unsanctioned. It didn't count towards the record. If you haven't watched Dynamite, see what a loophole! What a loophole! It was very great, but no good for their good for their women's division. I mean, they you couldn't have handled Tay Conti any better, right? She's obvious. She's Brazilian. Right. Yeah. So her English language is a, is a little bit limited in terms of, you know, her ability to cut promo skills. But a girl like her has a very unique look and she's very talented in the ring. Right. She she's a mixed martial artist. Um, I know uh, Brazilian jiu jitsu, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. Yeah. plus a little bit of wrestling. So she has a very unique skill set. If you book her correctly, you can make her feel important. They did. Right. She was the number one contender. She felt really important. You have her. You have Thunder Rosa. Chris Statland just came back. Anything that she does in feels important. I mean, you're getting your you're getting your people right. You have Jade Cargill looking like you know she's coming eventually. The th- yeah. That thunder's coming. Yeah, um, that's a WWE push they're giving her. They really are. So it's to be to be quite honest. I I know that we were just you know giving all that love to NXT, but you know if you think about it on the grand scheme, you, they are building these individual people. But I just hope that we can see it more often yeah i don't want to have to wait two weeks to see thunder rosa i, I don't want to have to watch a youtube show to go see her yeah no i see, agree you know what i mean that's that's why i want to see them on dynamite a little bit more give and, me that and chris statlander's back now too the they're yeah. really, it's definitely on the up and up for hopefully they like you said they showcase a little more than they do i think that's what they need to do but they've done they've done a great job at making i mean you had brick come back from a big injury mm-hmm. and then not only that you had her kind of go through the gauntlet to get to where she is now, and now she feels like she's the biggest star they even got, and she's not even the title holder. Yeah. Um, Thunder Rosa, similar to like Tay Conti for argument's sake, she's not the best on the mic, but she's great in the ring. I mean, they're doing, they're doing some stuff. Every like main event feud, I feels feels really important, right? You just hit it before that unsanctioned match was fantastic. Anything that whoever she just paired off with feels good. It's 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 getting there. I just want more of it and yeah, more than just more. one match and more segment. I need well, more than one segment, one match. So I've, I've heard Tony Khan say that there is another television show coming soon too. I think within the year. Um, so these, the, the evolution, uh, dark evolution and dark, whatever you want to call them elevation. Um, those are just the, they're just content for YouTube. Um, whether or not they further along the storylines in there, I'm not sure. I don't, I haven't been able to watch any of them yet, but, uh, if they bring on a, a, another show on, it's a third. He said it's a third hour, not to dynamite, but just an hour long show. Um, I don't know what day of the week it's going to be on, what time, but maybe you could start, you know, throwing on some people to get some television recognition, not just YouTube stuff. So yeah. uh, I know it's it's a dude. They're two years in. We're not. I, we can't expect like uh, like everything to change overnight. It takes time to do these things. So I don't. I'm not. I don't want to rush them in doing it because I want it to be good. But I also want to see the women exposed more on TV. Um, 
Look how long it took WWE to get a second show. Yeah, Roar, what, 93? I think SmackDown, 99 for me. Yeah, so, it was you know, something like yeah. that, yeah. You know what it is? They, they came into the game a little bit late, but they want to be recognized as the, as the big player on the field. Yeah. Yeah. So Sometimes it's kind of hard at the same time when you're like, oh, well, you're new to the, you're new to everything. You are. The talent you have is definitely not new. They are. They know they, they've been around. Like, they're household names. But then you also want to get the, you know, the help with, hey, we're not there yet, but keep, keep, you know, keep tuned. We are. But then, hey, we're beating NXT in the ratings still. So like they, yeah. they, they talk the big game. So we want to continue to see them show up kind of thing. Yeah, I get you. Uh, George, thinking of you and Tom, you could chime in as well. Um, they announced Blood and Guts. Uh as a one match event mm. so a lot of questions I, i'm actually int- very intrigued we know it's going to be a, so, a war game style match between uh uh the inner circle and the pinnacle um and i'm not too i don't know i don't have the date in front of me i don't know it either guts. off the top of my head I'm, i think it's i think it's may 5th i think may 5th i think okay. yeah aw blood and guts let's see i'm typing as we go here that's what i saw <clears throat> yeah may 5th and that okay. is is that a good stuff tommy yeah great stuff tom is that a wednesday yes it is a wednesday so it's going to be replacing dynamite that week so you assume it's a two-hour show um do you a two-hour long are we are we thinking a two-hour long match or are we getting like a, a half an hour hour hype up before and then the match isn't like the, to end the show. How would you uh, how would you book this, Jerz, as a uh, a fan of AEW? How would you want to see this be taken care of? So we we know it's definitely a two hour show, right? Like that's what we definitely know that for sure. It's a two hour event, I believe they said. Okay, or no one match so, one I mean, match event. I'm assuming it's two hours because they have two hours. One match event, night. yeah. Right. You would have to think that the, the the match would go probably about 35 to 45 minutes, right? You have to think. So what you need to do is kind of run a couple of video packages. Um, what would be really smart is that you put like a singles match on the show for a good 12 minute run, right? If I'm, if I'm booking this, and I'm the promoter for this one. I'm, I'm booking a singles match, something like have a blood feud finish there, right? Where mm. it may not be on a main, it might not be on a pay-per-view, on a dynamite pay-per-view, I mean, uh, excuse me, an AEW pay-per-view on a Sunday, but something that deserves a little bit of time. Give me that. Give me a couple of video packages. Give me about a 37 to 45 minute match between the two, the two groups. And I think that could be, you can easily eat up two hours right there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Time you got to think there's going to be some commercial breaks, you know, and I don't, yeah. I don't want picture in picture for this. So if you have to have all your picture in picture and then go to your last hour, which is commercial free, that's what you need to do. Do not take my eyes off of this match or don't make me listen to other audio while I'm watching it in a small box on my TV. I mean, I have a huge TV and it still feels small. The only thing I would say is the fact that they focused on make saying that this is a one match event made makes me leads me to believe that it's only going to be that one match. Um, and I think they can eat up more time because with the war, if it, the, I mean, granted, it's not war games, but it is war games. I just can't call it that. Uh, the, you get countdowns for people to enter the ring. So it's essentially not five on five until everyone's down in the ring. That eats up 20, 25 minutes right there. And then you have the full match after that. So I think this could potentially be an hour long match, an hour long plus long match. So, um, Tom, how would you, how would you take care of this here? I mean, I would think the first hour would probably be like, you know, you see the history of like what led to this, you know, MJF, you know, joining the yeah. circle. You know, they show like the history of how like Sammy was, you know, against it and all the problems it was causing, you know, that kind of stuff. And then, you know, fast forward to like, you know, him, you know, uh, attack, you know, forming the pinnacle and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, how he destroyed you in the circle. And a few weeks later in the circle came back, you know, just basically like a huge recap for like, for, like, I guess maybe a half hour or so type of thing. And then, you know, maybe they'll do like interviews with each, not each member, but like saying, you know, like how, you know, what it, how the match is going to go, you know, type of thing, you know, hype it up type of thing. And then, you know, maybe lead to the match. And then, like you said, like war games, you know, they count down, like they start with the two guys in the ring or yeah. whatever it's going to be, you know, if it's going to be in a ring, who knows? They might do another stadium, you know, like they did last year, that stadium stampede match, whatever the hell it was. So, um, something like that. So who, know, who knows what type of, what type of things they have up their sleeves too. They, Tony Khan's pretty good with being, uh, given nods to the to the past if we see any appearances from old uh war games competitors we you never know what's going to happen so i'm excited and this wednesday i think they're doing like a parlay like explain the rules so i obviously yeah. we'll, get more, we'll get more info on that so it's definitely uh, definitely gonna be excited to see and like you said 
I mean, the only match on the uh, for the night, so it should be somewhat crazy. So it should be a lot of fun to see. Let me tell you guys, two weeks being removed from this the Wednesday night war thing, I'm so relieved that oh, yeah. like we're not going into it worrying not even worrying, but like caring about what the what the viewer count or viewership is going to be the next day, the next couple of days. It's really been a, a treat as a wrestling fan that doesn't give a shit about what the fucking view count is mm-hmm. to to have this happen. So let them do their own thing. <clears throat> Let Tony and Triple H run their shows the way they want to be ran, and not have to worry about competing against some uh, another wrestling show. Um, it's it's a big relief for me, at least. Absolutely. Um, three more. One more thing with AEW, then we'll head to, head to SmackDown and close out the show. Uh, <clears throat> this Sunday, tomorrow, Impact Rebellion, Kenny Omega versus Rich Swan for the TNA Championship. I have one gripe with this. I've never seen Rich Swan once in AEW Dynamite. Mm. Where's the, where's the the partnership? If it's just one sided, right? Yeah. You've seen the Good Brothers and Don Callis. I, be, I don't. I believe that's it from TNA show up or Impact show up on on AEW weekly too, which is crazy. Um, but we've never seen Rich Swan show up. This is potentially the biggest match of his career. Uh, never, never once show up on on Impact. The they're more more or less running the angle with Moxley and Kingston with that in that regard, uh, which is pretty cool with the whole truck thing into the trailer. But <clears throat> Jers, do you uh, do you think they need to do more with the whole impact thing? You're on mute, by the way. Sorry, I do. Um, sorry, the dog was sometimes That's he fine. gets excited, he's yipping. I'm trying to be good with that with the That's audio. Cool. Cool. Um, I do. I think you know it worked for a while with Kenny going on both shows, right? He's the big he's the biggest star on both shows, right? Fair. Okay. Um, you know, the good brothers kind of coming over, playing their role works out fine. Um, now it comes down to a point where I need to see an impact guy. That's not necessarily possibly a household name, a guy that's important to them that you want to make me feel more important on the other side, rich Swan. There was plenty of opportunities for him to show up on dynamite and cause an issue for Kenny, right? He's not going to win. Like he's not going to win on Sunday. So at least let him get one over on Kenny and have him cost Kenny a match where you're costing a heel a match. It doesn't hurt Kenny's, you know, um, reputation and, and his, you know, what he's doing right now. They, they, they got to take advantage of it more. I understand that maybe they're in Tennessee or they're in Nashville. I think it's where they kind of do their, their, their filming. Um, so maybe quarantine things between, you know, Nashville and Florida a little bit different, but it's still a missed opportunity for impact. You're not, allowing us to care more about it when the main person that we care about is a dynamite guy through and through yeah like what was the the discussion made before this whole agreement you yeah. guys don't get any rub at all that's it <laughs> i just i it's kind of it's it's weird to me how this all worked out i mean i'm sure there is more than we know that's happening behind the scenes but it's like i feel like it's just a one-sided push here kenny that's it is the whole the sole focus is kenny here and that's it big name but it's sure. not gonna. It's not. It clearly it hasn't given impact what they wanted sustainable, right? That first time that he was advertised to be on there, they had the highest viewership they've had, I think, in years, and they were like the number five trend and all these great things. But that was it. Yeah. That was one and done, man. Because I, I honestly, as as a wrestling fan, we consume a lot throughout the week. And shout out to MLW for getting a TV deal. That's pretty cool. We haven't yeah, brought that up cool. yet, but uh, I'm excited to see. I may, be, I may DVR that for all I know, but I can DVR MLW now. I can't DVR Impact. It's on fucking Twitch or, excuse me, another channel that I don't have in my cable system. So, like, it's really tough for me to to make that extra, as first world problems, I know, but, like, to make that extra effort to watch Impact weekly. Um, it's something I have to recap if I even wanted to check it out. Um, but it's, like, even Kenny going over there, it was that one night, that that i watched or caught up on after and that was it i'm i'll, I'll check out rebellion um quote unquote uh via website not not that's not twitch tv or pay-per-view and uh and that's it man I, i'm not really i'm not even like intrigued like that match itself isn't like selling to me i would i would have pref- really preferred moose versus kenny but they didn't go that route and i'm just I'm, maybe i'm nitpicking too much but I think AEW's benefiting from this more. If Kenny wins, he's now a three. He has championships in three different companies. 
So we'll see what happens. I'm not uh I'm not too sold in the whole thing. I hope maybe after this, when Kenny, if Kenny wins, does win the belt and brings to to AEW, that we get eight more AEW guys. Uh, I'm sorry, Impact guys showing up on their show to to challenge them for it or something like that. I don't know. They got to do something here. We'll, we'll see what happens. Um, SmackDown last night. As we always say, it's fresh. It's it's fresh in our minds, but it's not fresh in our minds. If you work till twelve thirty, you have a child. It's it's tough to watch. So you, you kind of catch up as much as you can. Luckily, I have my 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 gentleman here that'll uh, that'll hopefully help me out with this. But uh, from what I read and what I saw via clips on Twitter, um, Bailey first up for Bianca at WrestleMania Backlash. Don't forget it. That's the name. We can get used to that. <laughs> Some we get used to, yeah. Uh, Tommy, first, first, uh, first up for Bianca. We got Bailey. We've seen them go before. They put on stellar matches as, we, as we've seen in the past. Um, not really a uh, um, a story behind why she got the title shot. I believe. I don't think. I'm not sure if they announced anything less than on SmackDown. But uh, some would say she's deserving. I mean, she kind of missed out at WrestleMania. It's kind of maybe just a, a nice little give back to her. Uh, are you excited for Bailey versus Bianca at WrestleMania Backlash? Oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, like Bailey held the title for what over a year or almost a year. So, I mean, the longest running women's SmackDown champion. So it was pretty cool to see. And I mean, her and Bianca, I think is going to be really good. I mean, obviously, I would think Bianca wins. I don't think Bailey gets the belt again for you know for, sure. for a while. But um, no, she'd be good. And I'm happy it's uh, I'm happy it's Bailey. You know, maybe who knows? Maybe Sasha comes in and does something because you know I don't think that storyline with Bianca's done yet. With no, her. no, no. Not even close. So maybe yeah. something happens with that, but it should be, should be a lot of fun to see. And I can't wait for that match. Yeah, I'm excited too. I think, like you said, Sasha's definitely not done. I think she just sometimes after the after the the loss, they take a little time, recoup, come back, and uh, go back for that for that strap. Uh, Jers, Alistair Black's coming back. What a promo! Yeah. Awesome. Holy shit! It was very dark and very uh, kind of an angle that. It's a lot better than the one they originally had him come up with. Uh, yeah, so, I'd say uh, so. A little more up, up our alley here. Um, shit, I don't even know. The The promo was good. If you haven't watched it, go find it on Twitter or somewhere and watch it. was. Uh, it's kind of unexplainable. Like uh, he's sitting in a church of sorts or something like that, and he's just explaining a story of uh, t- being a dragon. And I don't know. It was very, very. Uh, I was hooked on every word. Yeah. Yeah. I was hooked on him. It was whatever energy went into that promo yes. or whatever. If he wrote that, if whoever wrote that with him or collaboration in the back, that's the pairing you need to do. This is the guy we have wanted to see on the main roster for years now. Mm-hmm. And it's scary to say that Alistair Black has been on the main roster for a couple of years now. Yep. It doesn't seem like it because we don't see him enough. This is that energy. Please. This is a unique time. We're going to get back in front of fans little by little. You need more stars, more eyeballs to these to these shows. This is the guy. Yep. That um, was great. And now I asked Tom before we uh, start recording here, but Jerz, who do you uh, who do you want to see him go after first? I want to be careful. I don't want to see him go right after you know Roman Reigns, but obviously that's where I want to see him eventually get to. Sure. I'd love to see him in like a Kevin Owens thing after Owens is Owens Zane. I think that would be like that would be good, right? Because yeah. you can see Kevin Owens makes anyone look good. Sure. He can even make Nicky Noodles look reasonable. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. Eh. Um all jokes aside, I'd like to see like him and like Kevin Owens. I want to see him kind of go th- go through some guys that are extremely talented um, before he kind of gets more to the top. But eventually, I want him and Rollins. That's what I really want. I mean, nice. I I question he may be coming in as a heel, so we'll see what uh, where they send him right. first. That's true. That's but obviously true. the matchups are there: uh, Alistair versus Cesaro, KO, um, and the babyface from Big E. Um, then if you go against heels, you have Rollins, you have Sammy, you have a lot of a lot of very, it's a, a workhorse show on uh, on SmackDown. There, a lot better in my opinion than Raw. But uh, you brought up Romanjers, um, Tommy. I know. Mm-hmm going back and forth here, but uh, he challenged DB next week for the Universal Championship. If Daniel loses, he's gone. Mm-hmm. He has, Roman doesn't want to see him anymore. Tom, is, uh, we had, we were known, we were exposed to uh, apparently DB um, in an interview saying he didn't feel it at WrestleMania. He didn't feel right. 
and uh, he's not sure if he's uh, when his contract is up, which is soon, I think within this year, that he's going to stick around any longer. Um, is this a way to uh, to send off DB, or is that is that a work? Or what do we think is happening here? I mean, it could be either way. I mean, maybe it is a work. I mean, could it be real? Because like he was saying, like. In another interview, he said, he goes, oh, you would like to wrestle for other companies, too. And, I mean, one second he's thinking about retiring. Yeah. And another second he's saying, you know, he, want, he wants to work, work for other companies. So, I mean, who knows where they're going to go with this. But I think this is obviously to get him off TV for whatever, how long, maybe through the summer. Maybe he's, you know, he's playing some other stuff out. Who knows? But, I mean, definitely going to be interesting to see if they renew his deal. I think, I think I saw it's up in either August or September, I think I saw it. I believe I that's what I saw is yeah, deal. I saw 2021. I didn't see like a month or anything. Yeah, I think it was like towards the end of the year, like you know. But I mean, who knows? You know, like I said, it could be a work. Who knows? But I mean, I mean, I just hope the match is like, you know, uh, is like physical. You know, maybe like Roman beats like the hell out of him type of thing. You know, so he yeah. like he doesn't like. That's what I'm, I'm kind of hoping for. I mean, and when was the last time Roman wrestled on SmackDown for a title? You know what I mean? With the title on the line, it's been a while. So he's been avoid, he's been avoiding any matches on. Uh, on yeah, Smackdown. so he shows up. He does his tribal chief stuff, which is awesome. But so hopefully it's a great match, and you know, see what happens with it. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm intrigued to see where they go with this. It's it'd be unfortunate if Daniel wants out. I mean, he's uh, mm-hmm. I I get it. He, he said he didn't feel right in the match at WrestleMania. Like he wasn't supposed to be there. Uh, he said he f- didn't feel the vibe from the crowd. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm, uh, it's a lot of questions uh, with DB. So we'll see. Hopefully everything's made. The, every decision is, is rightly made, and uh, we still get him on TV somehow going forward. Um, I mean, that was really it. SmackDown kind of uh, the main points from that show, at least for me. Nothing really else stuck out. Uh, guys, 52 weeks a year of recording. A couple weeks, you know, maybe not all of us were there. Me had COVID. Had a child. Um, I think I missed one myself when I was um, upstate in October. Yeah, Tommy can't say the same, man. You, uh, Tommy is the Iron Man. He's, he's Al Ripken. Man. He's he's Bret Hart. He's he's everything. He's Batman. He's I won't screw, I won't screw myself. Batman. <laughs> he's Batman. Batman. Uh, but fifty two weeks, boys, we did it. It'd be uh, a year, a year worth of podcasting. Um, mm-hmm. Wouldn't want to do with any 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 other people. Noodles, you're not here, but hopefully you're not listening. So I wouldn't even doubt you hear this. But uh, shout out to every shout out to you guys. Um, no MVP this week. We are the MVPs this week. Yes, fifty two weeks long, um, and hopefully fifty two more to come within the next year. Uh, thank you everyone for listening, uh, downloading, sharing. We love you. We love you with all our heart. Uh, and as always, everyone, take care. Stay safe. Watch Pro Wrestling.